Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way Podcast with Dusty. Hopefully, you're doing well on your journey. Uh, wanted to share about my experience uh, starting the journey. I think uh, providing some context on the mentality going in and kind of what my experience was and, uh, you know, pulling from that. Um, so when I started my journey seven years ago in 2016, I had actually... Um, known that I had needed to lose weight for quite some time, but I had made a job change, uh, essentially, and a part of that job change was um, me getting a physical, just because I had to actually be outside and work in the field, and I had to get a physical, and uh, that was where, and I've mentioned it many times, where my doctor was very adamant about uh, not having too much time left to live, just because of some of the ailments. You know, some of the ailments that I actually uh, suffered from was uh, nerve issues, uh, in my legs, um, my left leg, which is fine, interesting enough now, uh, but my left leg had a real bad um, numbing issue to where there were portions of my legs that, um, my thighs, that I couldn't feel because of those nerve issues. And so I had shared that with them. Uh, also had a reoccurrence of gouts multiple times. Uh, now the gout was something that I had for quite some time, but because of an extreme diet, and getting off of that extreme diet, I ended up developing gout. And gout, developing gout in the way of it, it um, in ha, in uh, enabled or uh, incapacitated, or it sounds extreme. It prevented me from doing normal everyday things like walking. Uh, I had to call the ER on multiple occasions. Um, and it was just, it was an issue. Now that did happen after uh, I had surgery in July of 2016. Uh, gout still came back pretty severely for the first six months. But I remember uh, distinctively, I started feeling some issues in my ankles and in my feet um, pretty much right after uh, I had gone back off of that extreme diet. And it was something that I had... Um, I had gone off of it the wrong way. I was eating the wrong stuff right away, and it was an extreme diet to start with, and it was just, it was bad. So, um, you know, gout was a real big issue for me, and then, uh, interesting enough, I don't have the issue now, but I was having the issue quite a bit, and I was just thinking about it, ingrown toenails. I had a real big problem with ingrown toenails to where I had to get um, the, the toenail uh, pulled at one point. Um, I had constantly infections that I was dealing with, um, and, and this was, oh, I was, I was, I was having an issue probably ever since I was 16, but it just progressively got worse, and I noticed that it got pretty bad, uh, as I was getting to my top weight, and, you know, my feet are carrying everything, and obviously the more pressure and more weight on my feet and on my toes and on my nails and all that just made it worse. And so it was pretty bad for quite, quite some time having ingrown toenails, having nerve issues. My lower back, and now I've had this lower back issue come up more recently when I have lifted improperly where it kind of incapacitates me from doing just basic stand up get up with ease, not thinking about considering that I've got back pain. What I have after a, an injury uh, now is what it felt like naturally just every day when I was walking with my lower back. That's why I had to sit down, 
couldn't tie my shoes, couldn't do a lot of those things. And so things were progressively getting bad. But what happens when you want to start the journey is that you have these really big ambitions. Like I want to lose weight and I want to drop weight and I've got this, this motivation. I'm inspired. I'm going to do this. But it's like, like honestly, take this for a, a, as a good parallel. We have a trip to Disneyland planned. Uh, not in real life, that would be nice, go to Disneyland, uh, but the kids are a little too small. But okay, back to the story. So imagine you've got this trip planned to Disneyland. Like, oh, it's di like it's this event. It's this moment that you're so, like, I can't wait. Well, what if all of a sudden I were to say, hey, you're gonna go to Disneyland for two straight years every single day. I mean, there's still excitement, there's that push, but it kind of dwindles because you know that you're gonna be there for so long. That excitement kind of goes away. Honestly, in, in the way that that provides a parallel to this journey, like we get so amped up of, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna, I'm focused this time, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna lose the weight, that this is it, I've reached my point of no return, I'm gonna do it. And then it gets into the, I'm gonna do it again, and gotta do it again, and I've gotta have that same energy again and again. It's like going to a concert. You go to a concert you haven't been to um, or you've been excited to go to. Everyone's talking about, you see it all over these videos that are shared. Everyone's excited about this Taylor Swift concert and uh, how, how big it is. Well, I think the cheering is not going to be as intense if you see her straight for two straight years. And some of you, I guess, quote unquote, Swifties would say, no, I'd be excited like that every single time. But the excitement is going to die. It's going to die off because it's happening so much. The journey's like that. You're gonna have to show up every single day and the excitement of I'm gonna start, I'm gonna turn things around, I'm gonna do this now, is gonna fade. It's gonna go away. It's not going to um, strengthen uh, your ability to keep consistent on this journey. And so for me, I was like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna get after this. And I think that's why for me in my particular journey, why things turned around in the way that they did is that I went through such a traumatic experience starting and beginning this journey that when I reached the point of, oh, I still have the same mental problems. It, I mean, that just kind of became the, really the catalyst uh, for me to just say, like, I have to do this right and I've done it for so long the wrong way that let me do it opposite of what I've typically or what I have been doing for so long. If I do it opposite of what I have been doing for so long, maybe this time it's going to work. And so approaching my journey, not so much in the physical sense, but more in the mental and the approach on why I got to the top weight. And that's not something that just came naturally and came overnight. You're talking about multiple, multiple moments. And I've shared a couple on this podcast of um, different moments that I had where I had to have a funeral and I've had to die to who I was before. I've talked about that. But we're talking about many, many moments. We're talking about multiple moments where I completely broke down and didn't know what was next and didn't know if I could make it. And I was frustrated at all that, all the work that I had put in for it to mean absolutely nothing. Like multiple, multiple moments. 
And so, like, I mean, that we can take this in so many directions. Have you had multiple, multiple moments? Or are you still white-knuckling this journey? Because that's something to consider. You've got to have those moments. You've got to have the die-to-yourself moments. You have to have the person who got you to your top weight. You've got to have not a, just uh, this moment, this event. Mind you, let's go back to the event-based thinking. I'm going to have this funeral. And maybe I've made that mistake before in saying you've got to have a funeral. You do. But it's going to have to be multiple funerals in different aspects of your journey. Maybe how you process stress, you got to have a funeral. Emotional eating, binge eating, separate funerals, transfer of addiction, separate funeral. There's all these things. And so for me, multiple, multiple moments where I am crying my eyes out because I am bearing the weight of all that I became to get to 534 pounds. And what I will say is that tears that I shed and the moments of outburst and being upset, there was healing that came from that. And you've got to allow yourself to heal from the mistakes that, that have been made. And, and the most just encouraging and positive way, you made a lot of mistakes to get to your top weight. And you've got to heal from how you hurt yourself. You've got to let yourself heal so then that way it is now a scar that you remember that you won't go back to. You think about somebody that's cut themselves multiple, multiple times. I remember in um, in uh, school, we had actually had taken a, a bunch of uh, trips and had, if you didn't know already, um, right when I graduated high school, I joined a program called Master's Commission. It's an after high school discipleship program connected with my church. And essentially we traveled around and did a bunch of skits and uh, kind of a, a unique, personable way to relate with high schoolers and college. A lot of those brick breaking services that you would see on high school campuses. I was a part of that group that traveled the country. And there were so many stories of folks who had cut themselves and had recovered. Um, they had developed a relationship with the Lord. That was pretty much our mission on the road. And they had essentially turned their life around to where they had come from a life of cutting and essentially they now became a testimony of where they were and where they are now and they have those scars still of them cutting themselves and they use it as reference and so when we talk about scars it's using your scars of what you've healed from in regards to your food addiction your binge eating your coping mechanisms and using them to reference on what not to go back to and so for me my journey was simply that of identifying those things and again and again turning try, trying to turn stuff around and so my journey to start um was essentially i mean someone just asked me how much weight did you lose in the first six months of the journey and honestly i have forgotten now kind of what the first year looked like uh, I just remember going through a roller coaster of emotions and no, this isn't from an episode or a movie called Anchorman. I'm in a glass box of emotions. It, it's, I was probably in a whole bunch of emotions, but I don't think it was in a glass box, but, um, it's to stay, I, to say I started my journey and I, I really feel that this is a part one. I, I don't think I can summarize this in the 12 or 13 minutes before I get to my destination. So I'm going to say this is part one. Um, how I started or um, retelling the beginning, part one. Ooh, sounds like a 
AMC episode, retelling the beginning part one. That's what this is. But um, starting my journey um, with the doctor telling me that, um, me getting into the preparatory program of, okay, the doctor recommended surgery for me because I've got a couple things uh, going on. He was concerned about fatty liver. He was concerned about high blood pressure. He had actually asked me, have you uh, had any um, concerns with your uh, blood pressure? Has anything happened recently with your blood pressure? I was like, well, I went to the dentist to get a, uh, a checkup and they had to do a root canal and they couldn't, um, uh, they borderline couldn't perform it because of the numbers that we're reading. He goes, yeah, the numbers that you're reading, I'm very surprised that you're walking and talking to me right now. I'm a little surprised by it. So there were some drastic things that needed to take place. And um, when I started getting ramped up for my process of getting into um, the bariatric pro process and, and going through the checklist and all that stuff, um, I had essentially try to now um, almost like, okay, I've got to start doing something now because the doctor is obviously concerning me with what he's saying on what potentially might be happening to me. So I started even at that point trying to do something. And again, the emotional food addiction side that I wasn't dealing with, oh, I'm just going to change my diet. I'm just going to change my, uh, I'm just going to start going to the gym. It just didn't address the root cause of, of, of the problem. So I, again, was dealing with the issue of, um, oh, I'm doing good, doing good. A week, two weeks later, I just go right back to it. So it was almost getting worse as I was scared uh, for what would happen to me, which is weird. You would think it would scare me straight, but it almost scared me into getting even more emotional and diving deeper into my food addiction. But, you know, I started the program and they wanted me to lose a portion of the weights, which I did, but I didn't lose enough for them to do a regular procedure. Ooh, that's kind of a good way to end that because we'll go right into the next one, part two. But um, yeah, retelling the beginning, part one. I'll see you in the next one.